For more information on this topic or on the subject of disciple making in general, look us up online at browndegreen.org or send us an email directly at podcast at browndegreen.org. Thanks for listening. You're listening to The Great Awakening, a disciple making podcast brought to you by Brown to Green on the Stream Grace Network. Welcome, Brown to Green. Uh, welcome back to our podcast. We're all just sitting in here looking around, and I realized it was my time to talk. So uh, welcome back to our podcast. Um, this is Lauren with you. Lori's out again this week. Um, so shout out to Lori. We miss you again, but hope that you're having fun with Travis. Um, it is Lori and Travis's 10-year wedding anniversary, so that's definitely something worth celebrating. And so with me today, I have Sabrina Kays and Ashley Fitzpatrick. They are joining me in studio. Um, I was um, honored to get to walk beside them through the disciple making process. So I I got to actually disciple both of these ladies and we're going to just kind of dive in and hear a little bit about what they have to say and um, just a little bit about your guys' journey. So welcome, Sabrina and Ashley. Hello, hello. What up? (laughs) You might move that closer to you there. There we go. Um, Okay, so you just want to give us a little bit about yourself, Sabrina, before we dive in? Um, Sure, yeah. Um, This is my first time ever doing a podcast, so it's a little different, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but um, super cool, and I'm super happy to be here. Um, The Lord is so good. Um, So, yeah, uh, basically, we we walked with Lauren Ferris um, this last year and a half, almost two years, um, and it's just been life-changing for me, but also my household, um, and my husband and our children. And then, um, it's starting to spread out through, um, through us and as we grow in that. And it's just been like really amazing. And I'm super thankful for the opportunity to be able to share this with everybody, um, who listens and, um, maybe going through the same thing and in disciple making. Mm-hmm. What about you, Ashley? I'm still waiting for the icebreaker. <laughs> oh, well, you know, Lori and I actually do have one and we forget it probably 90% of the time, but we'll do that after you tell us a little bit about yourself. We'll circle back to the icebreaker. I'm Ashley Fitzpatrick and I um, got to walk alongside Sabrina um, being discipled by Lauren and we just um, got released a few weeks ago. And so now we are starting our own group of women and mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. Okay. Icebreaker time. Should have started with that. That would make sense, yeah. huh? Uh, so normally we like to just get one unique thing about you guys, like something unique to you that you can share. Like, uh, well, like an example, the only, the only one that I ever can think of because I'm pretty lame is that <laughs> I ran a marathon when I was pregnant. I didn't know I was pregnant. So there's that, but that's the, that's something different and unique about myself. Yeah, dad gum. Yeah. I'd say for me, I guess beekeeping. That's oh, what yes. I always use. Not many beekeepers around here. Um, I will say I have learned to take up the hobby <laughs> my husband <laughs> brought upon on our um what we do and things he likes to do is um working with um heavy machinery and equipment. So like learning to drive those types of things is definitely I would say different. Yeah. <laughs> I would be afraid I couldn't see over the steering wheel. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> it, it It is a little nerve wracking. Yeah. <laughs> um, you might. Yeah, they're very cool. Um, okay. So I kind of want to touch about like a little bit about what you guys, like what you walked through before. Um, I wouldn't say before disciple making, um, but what kind of, what was your life like before you learned to regularly sit with the Lord? 
Uh, yeah, uh, it was it was very different. Um, it was very much a roller coaster for me personally. Um, I would sit with him, and then I wouldn't, and then I would I would wait too long till I didn't feel good anymore, and then and then I would jump back into it, and so it wasn't a rhythm, and so the household could not get into a rhythm, and so um, it it just wasn't. It wasn't consistent. It mm-hmm. wasn't consistently growing. And so you would always start, it's almost like starting all the way back over and hitting the reset button because, you know, those new habits will form and then they dissolve once you're not remaining with the Lord because you're not getting your everyday strength mm-hmm. for sure. And for me, it was just pure chaos. It was <clears throat> a bunch of me trying to do things on my own and carry all these burdens that I simply just needed to sit with the Lord and let him do the rest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then once you started creating that intimate relationship with the Lord, how has that impacted your lives? Well, for me, um, I just crave more and more of him. Like even today I was like, um, for our three-year-old, I was like, please just nap. Cause I just crave to be in the word more and more. And I wanted that unbroken fellowship with the Lord, but it's just, been such a relief. It's so nice to know that nothing hinges on me, that I can give it to the Lord. And just even through the um, hard times and through all these burdens, like it's not um, anything I'm doing alone. He comes alongside me and um, it's just such a relief. Yeah. How has, how has you sitting with the Lord on a regular basis? How has that impacted um, like your home and your friends and things like that? Well, it helps um, whenever I'm spiritually well, it helps me um, radiate Jesus, um, from sitting with him and then it just overflows to me being kinder to my husband, being kinder to my kids, showing them the same things that Jesus modeled for us, showing his love and his patience and his grace. So overall, it's just our household and my life. It doesn't feel as chaotic or whenever it does. Um, it's There's just something comforting every time you know you rest with him. Mm-hmm. We were laughing. It's kind of a silly story, but... Yesterday, um, Kyle was tra- my husband was trying to um, change my windshield um, wipers and somehow cracked my windshield in two different places. Oh no! And he was so tired or like so scared um, to tell me. And um, he even called my neighbor first and was like, "I'm terrified to tell Ashley. Like she's gonna be upset." <laughs> well, he comes inside and um, tells me, and I was like, "All right, let's go get a nice coffee." And he was like, "You're not mad," and I don't know, just. Like not having that tie to materialistic things and just knowing like none of that's important for the kingdom mm-hmm. was even a cool transformation. Cause you know, a few years ago when we're not sitting with the Lord and we don't have him as Lord over our life, those things might've um, created just this anger between us or dwelling on, you know, money and this just possession that, like I said, doesn't matter for the kingdom. Yeah. What about you, Sabrina? Um, Definitely some of the same things Ashley said. Um, when I sit with the Lord every day, it's a consistent um, thing. Sure, we still mess up, but, um, you know, you're able to catch it way faster. And so um, the Lord is always so good, and he's always pointing us back to his truth and grace and mercy for us. So, like, as I walk with him every day, um, I'm able to share that with everyone else because they're seeing it through me, what the mm. Lord gives me every day. And, um, you're not worried about all the little things like those don't matter anymore. You know, you start thinking about, well, does this even really matter? Will it matter in 10 years from now? Can I take it with me or whatever that may be? And so, 
um, it just makes the household so light. Yeah. It makes to where there's room for growth and not condemnation, mm-hmm. where when we do make a mistake, um, it's not um, the end of the world until yeah. it's the end of the world. Um, but. I know. I was, I was sitting down thinking today about um, back when I was in group. And I remember one of the times, you know, when we asked somebody, what is the Lord teaching you? And they're like, oh, patience. We're like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> then maybe he really is. But if they could elaborate more, that'd be awesome, too. But yeah. I was sitting there thinking and I remember going into group and, and being like, don't make fun of me. But the Lord is really <laughs> teaching me patience because yeah. before um, I learned to sit with the Lord on a regular basis, um, I would find myself getting so frustrated with my kids, um, yeah. that my blood pressure would go up so high that I would end up with a headache. Oh. Like I would, I would give myself a headache because yeah. like Oliver getting out of bed 5 million times in the night and Addison needing a drink of water, you know, who yeah. knows there are bickering before bed, you know? Oh, and, yeah. um, <clears throat> I just remember thinking like, oh man, I, that that's so cool to look back and see that. But then I had another thought like, did have I grown in that or have they just gotten older? I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to choose to go if I've grown in that. I definitely think I've grown in that. Oh yeah. It's cool also to basically have this answer book here for you. Like with decisions big and small, it's like we can seek the Lord and get those answers. Yeah. Kyle will be like, or like I'll ask him for advice and I'll be like, I don't know what the Lord tell you or did you seek yeah. the Lord? And I'm like, well, no, I guess I should go do that first, you know? And yeah, it's crazy how much he will reveal to you, which I didn't have, you know, that before. Yeah, I think that's neat too. For for anything big or small, like you said, you can go to the word for it and you're you're gonna be led where you need to be. But also one of the tools we use, the learning circle, like that's that's valuable too. Like you can run yeah. everything through that. Any decision, like well, you know, like wh- what's the why for it and, or mm-hmm. not for it. And so having the two, like just being equipped to do those things, it definitely helps in decision making for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, okay. I want to, I want to ask about your pillars, like your biggest pillar of faith, if you can think of one. Um, and if you have to share like small ones that lead up to that, I want to know about it, but, um, just like your biggest pillar from the time I got, I don't know, from, from the time of your birth to now. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I would say, um, the defining moment, like a big pillar of faith for me, um, was just surrender like I just had um our son Rylan who's our oldest who's 11 now um and he was only a few months old and I was so exhausted from being a mom and I didn't know what that really looked like or was it gonna entail and I was so sleep deprived and there was just so much chaos um in all that with my husband Seth and so um, just one day I just couldn't handle it anymore. And I just fell to my knees and I was like, Lord, I don't know what this looks like or what do I need to do, but I surrender and I, I need your help. Like I don't guide me in that. And so that's when I kind of, um, after that moment, I started looking and doing my homework on where should we plug into a church? Um, talking to my parents cause they're already been walking with the Lord for like 20 years. And so I'm like, help me do this. And so they came in and helped us find to get, um, plugged in. Um, I would say that's one of my biggest because his, his voice was so audible. It was just so big. Um, but I'll say another pillar of faith, um, that's really big for me. That was big and significant was, um, praying for my husband to start coming along and leading our household, Mm -hmm. which, um, took about five years to get, um, get, um, going and, um, be surrendering with the Lord. But even in that time was a pillar of faith was to build up um, 
me in the dark and what I needed to work through so that I would be healthy and well. Um, and then, so a pillar of faith was watching my husband, um, also join in, mm-hmm. in disciple making right alongside me. Yeah. And he's um, totally different. Yeah. He's so like smiley and he's just goofy. Yeah. Just his man, <clears throat> the Lord has just brought him back to his innocence, like being okay and not so hardened with people, you know, yeah. with the things of the, the world that will, um, it'll crush you, you yeah. know? And so just seeing him come to life and getting to see him baptized and now released and ready to roll and like, is he released? Yes. So oh, he got released last Tuesday or this past Tuesday. I did not know yeah. that. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. It's been fun watching that guy transform. And now he's just like, yeah. if anybody needs anything, they're like, call Seth case. <laughs> yeah. I will say it wasn't easy, but like the yeah. Lord, the Lord really showed me in that. And I know I didn't always do it right, you know? Yeah. Um, but you know, I picked up my cross and I was like, okay, you know, show me what's next. Yep. Let me apologize where I need to apologize and let me move on. Yep. Like, so. Yep. It's worth doing, even if it's a little bit crappy along the way. <laughs> I know it's worth every, yeah. you know, every tear, every every prayer, every, you know, no matter how long the wait, I like, I would do it again. Yeah. Um, just to see what I see now in our house flourishing, like there's nothing, there's nothing else on this earth like it, um, yeah. that I've experienced. I agree. Yeah. I'd say mine is the same. Um, definitely my husband and then overall my household, even though the Lord showed me many pillars of faith, I would say my husband, um, just making him Lord of his life is probably the biggest because I used to, um, like I'm sure many have dragged their husband to church. And I remember just getting so irritated because he'd be like, what else do you want? Like I'm coming to church with you. I mean, not always. Um, there was many times I went by myself, but I was like, well, I want you to want to go to church. (laughs) And, um, so he chose to make him Lord of his life. And, um, ever since then, it's just been so great for our marriage and for our household and um it's just crazy whenever you hear people say like oh people can't change I'm like the Lord can the Lord can do it yes um because my husband's not the same man our marriage isn't the same I'm not the same and um it's just that's probably my biggest pillar so if anybody ever feels discouraged like oh so-and-so is just too far off I'm like oh the Lord's hand is never too short right and then I hope it's um I hope that like the women or even the men that are waiting for their spouse um, also, you know, that they can borrow our faith and, yeah. and our pillars there. And I know it's coming. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And just yeah, you be said. in petition yeah. and prayer for their, um, for their heart to be softened and the Lord can do it. Yeah, I know. Um, yesterday we were sitting at the dinner table and we were talking where the gentries were over. So we were hanging out with them. They're really, really awesome people. Um, but we were talking about church before Chris came <clears throat> and I was like, yeah, you know, I'd, I'd go and, um, you know, during the service, I never, never really felt the the spirit, the Holy Spirit there, but I did feel it during worship. And Michael looked at me and he's like, well, I never felt it at all. And I was like, that's because you were off in La La Land 90% of the time. So when you take that man and you look at what he is now, like it's the same, he's gone through the same transformation that your husband's, you know, like they've been yeah. through. So like looking at how they used to be and how they're like, oh, I never felt the Holy Spirit there. I'm like, only because you didn't, like you weren't in tune to it. And now they're all like all three of them. They're on fire for the Lord. And it's really awesome to see. It Absolutely. Is. Yeah. So, um, so you've been released. 
Yes. Yes. Your, yep. your leader released you. I think so. That's so <laughs> awesome of her. <laughs> that's, that's cool. So now what? Um, we, I have three make disciples. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll be starting this coming Monday. Woo-hoo. Um, yeah. I'm really excited. That is exciting. So you have three women? Yes, I do. Yeah. That's yeah. so exciting. It is. And I just started um, this last Sunday with um, seven women. (laughs) (laughs) I had to write it down so I didn't. (laughs) It's a big group, okay? You do have a big group, but you are equipped. Well, and it's cool too. I was reflecting on like the women um, who I am going to be walking with, and it's so cool to see how like every conversation um, matters and just being intentional matters Mm -hmm. because the Lord brought these women into my life, and some of them like I had no clue it was coming. And, um, I was just reflecting on like how I know each and every one of them and, you know, one's my neighbor, one I knew from my time being in Tulsa. Um, one is, um, I met through hair church, another one I met through a mutual friend. One goes to school with me. One I met like on Facebook. Um, and then another one is my sister's best friend. So it's just so cool that like, um, our actions and, um, our intentionality that all, you know, it all matters. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes me think of scripture where he's like, you know, take the gospel to all nations. Like you, you literally did that everywhere you went. You're like, hey, how about you? Come, come with me. Yeah, <laughs> miniature Jesus over here. Good job, Ashley. Well, it's all the Lord. It is. It's awesome. Hey, though. He blessed me with some jabber jaws. Got to use it somehow. <laughs> You're. Uh, what did they say? You're paying for your rate. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah. You have fun with that. <laughs> it's great. We're here for you. We'll be your support. No, it's good. It's all good stuff. That's exciting. I know. And I'm not, um, I'm not, I'm not starting it. I kicked you guys out and I'm like, now what? I don't have empty nest syndrome. No, 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 we don't have time for that, but it's, it's all good still. Um, so, okay. I want, you know, we talk about up in and out, right? Yeah. And so for those of you listening, envision our triangle, or as Matthew Lahan likes to say, is Dorito. He refers to them as Doritos. Don't know why. Um, but imagine you're your Dorito, and you have up, in, and out on the corners, right? Okay. So what is your what does this look like in your guys' life? A little rhythm of up, in, and out. Um, up with the Lord, in with other believers. Or- uh, up yes. with them. Yes. yes. I'm like, oh, I should you have written it. this down. <laughs> I need a refresher over here. I'm like, I'm a brain <laughs> farting. <laughs> um, definitely, um, the Lord is showing me how to do all three of those, and they're definitely growing, and I'm loving it. Um, so, my in, I mean, my up with the Lord is just, it's so good. Um, it's definitely more <clears> consistent. <throat> Um, and then my, um, my in is really good. Um, I love, I love being in, (laughs) I love being with all, all our spiritual family Mm -hmm. and, um, getting to see them grow and spend time and, um, and, and see their kids and, and hear what, you know, what's going on in their life as well. And, um, just the gospel spreading in their homes as well. And then my out, my out is it's growing uh, so we got to, pra- I got to practice my out yesterday and it was really cool. So I invited my girls to, um, to a worship night at a different church. Um, and so they said yes. And so we went and the Lord just blew our minds. Like That's number cool. one, I was already blown away because they came, yeah. but I was also <clears throat> blown away, um, 
at what he confirmed and what what he's doing. Like even in another church and going and loving on them and getting to see them in their element, um, it's just wow, yeah. Like it's there. Like the Lord is working. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know sometimes it looks like you know, man, when is this going to come through? But it is. And yeah. And being able to be in full unity and be able to grow with other believers as well and spur them on. So. Yeah. Yeah, and as sure. as a, as an outsider, you can see that, you know, better yeah. than probably probably the ones in it, you know, right? Because yeah. they're in it, and they're yeah. usually like, I can only see so much. Yeah. I, I don't understand, yeah. but yeah, you know. So that's good news for them. Sabrina sees it, you guys. Yeah, I do. <laughs> don't make the mistakes. Sometimes I still have doubt. <laughs> the Lord is with me. There you go. And um, for me, like up obviously is just so great, you know, being intentional with the Lord and just filling up, going up the mountain with him. And um, I know it looks different having young kids, like it looks different every day for me. Sometimes it's getting up early. Sometimes it's during nap time. Sometimes it's just in the shower just giving him my all and um, just being intentional, you know, blasting worship music and um, just really praying to um, him and thanking him and just filling up in him. And then um, it's so cool to also like overflow with whatever he's teaching you. And um, whenever you're dwelling in his words and being able to share that um, with others that you come across to. And, um, and then just being intentional, being intentional with doing things that uh, revolve around the Lord too. Whenever you have people coming over, being intentional with asking what the Lord's teaching them or praying or, um, I don't know, just bringing the Lord into every situation, mm-hmm. whether it's going to get coffee or whether it's just hanging out, whether it's game nights, um, whatever it may be. And then, um, like for me, um, right now, um, I'm, I'm excited to see what doing all of these with the women that I'll be walking with will look like. Cause I know it'll look different. We'll figure that out. But, um, going out right now is just always being prepared to, you know, give a reason for the hope that I have and always um, looking for these opportunities and not ever trying to like quench the spirit. So, you know, certain people where, you know, they may not, I've learned like, you know, they may not want to hear about Jesus or you may be a stench in their nostril, not letting that um, defeat me and Mm -hmm. still just sharing the good news. And so, yeah, that's good. And also I know, um, so we had Kyle on podcast probably probably like a year ago, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I think. Um, and he shared a little bit about, you know, COVID, I think was just getting, being is big then. Like, I think we were just maybe in the start of it. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I remember him talking about COVID and being around you because you're immune compromised, right? Yeah. So um, that's what's even sweeter about what you have to share because you have all these reasons why you could choose to not go, go out, you know, or in with your girls or whatever. Like you have all these excuses, and you don't let any of them hold you back. And that's the cool thing about that. Like, I remember he shared that. And so just FYI, this is her. She's here. She's live now. <laughs> and the Lord's been so good to me, you know, through all this too. Yeah, I know. And, and you haven't been sick. No. So, yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um. So what is the, what is the Lord currently teaching you guys? And where are you sitting in the word? Um, I've been a little bit all over the place. Um, I haven't been in a pinpoint, um, which is, you know, fine. Like the Lord's always working and moving. Um, I'd rather be in like just one book, but lately I haven't been. Um, so I'm like, Lord, just stop me and keep me in one spot. <laughs> He's like, no, nope. read <laughs> Um, and which it does that and it, you know, his will, his time. So, um, lately 
Um, not trying to have a basic answer like we were talking about. Patience. Patience. <laughs> um, but right now, I definitely am in, I'm in uh, Proverbs 3, 5, 6. Um, he's just revealing it to me, which is trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not mm. depend on your own understanding. <clears throat> Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. And so um, he is showing me that as I trust him, that, um, it's building my faith and it's building confidence and it's building out to be able to trust him so deeply and my obedience is coming quicker and quicker. And so, um, it is in, um, also I was in John 15, um, about remaining in me and, um, bearing much fruit. And so, um, and it's fruit that remains. And so um, last night he was just revealing to me as I was in worship with him um, that he is making my path straight and that he's making them right. And that um, when I choose to trust in him and not take it on my own, like I've done in the past with my own understanding and getting what I think is a good idea, um, that he's taking care of it and that he's showing me which way to go. Whereas mm. before I'd be like, oh, I know what you're saying, but I'm going to go over here. <laughs> and he's like, eh, I need you to be over here right now. <laughs> and so it's definitely been, I've been way faster with obedience. And that's cool. Um, and uh, what was I going to say? Lost my train of thought. Um, so yes. So I would say um, that he was just showing me last night as we were in worship um, the fruit that remains when I remain in him, mm-hmm. like it's all his work and that I'm just the willing vessel. Yeah. And it was just such a beautiful moment, um, to see that and see women around me that are growing up because I chose yes, because yeah. I said, Lord, I trust you. And I'll, I will, even though this sometimes looks strange, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Not even just women. You just stepped into a position with youth. Right? So you're yeah. working. I don't know if, if you know, I took all the eighth grade girls. So you just, <laughs> I'm with the seventh grade. Yeah, seventh graders. Yeah. So um, that's another place. Yes, but. that is another place. Um, I've recently just stepped into a classroom with seventh grade girls. And, you know, it took me a little while to gain that courage and like, Lord, I trust you in this. But he built me up and he's like, you're equipped. You can do it. Mm-hmm. And so I've been in a few weeks um, and it's been really cool. Like just um, seeing just innocent kids at at such a young age and dealing with big things and yeah. then but being able to see even them being able to bring the dark into the light and being honest and yeah. I'm like wow like this is so cool like oh my gosh yeah it is really encouraging to be around them because even even if they're like struggling with high anxiety or depression or whatever they may have put titles on you know yeah. wearing these titles mm-hmm. they're they're so willing to be open, honest, and vulnerable in the classroom. Yes. And like, it's crazy. I'm like, I why was, can't adults yeah. be like this? You guys are yes. awesome. I love it. They're such good soil. I love they it. They really are. And they're just really, like you said, they're really vulnerable. And yeah. they, they will tell you and like you can speak into them and they take it and they're like, okay, like, yeah. let's do this thing. And they're just, they're just so innocent and it's really sweet it is. to be able to pour into them. Because they are going through hard things. I know we always like to say, oh, you've got it so hard because they don't have to pay bills. Yeah, but But in reality, they're growing up in where they're at right now. And so being able to meet 
um, them where they're at in their age group is just, yeah, it's yeah. just cool. I see how important it is. It is. Yeah. And when, sure. when you're getting such a diverse group, you know, you have, you have different, like yeah. they're coming from different kinds of homes and different types, you know, so it's all different right. types of schooling and that all has an impact on, on how they're shaped. And so it's super neat that we get to help walk alongside them as they navigate the you know rocky waters and help them that our, our goal is to help them own their faith so. right and it also teaches you things that oh yeah because not all of us are walking in the same shoes so like when you hear that you it just brings your heart tender towards other things that you're unaware of because not just because they're not necessarily in your life doesn't mean they're going on and so you share that with them and you're like man let me pray for you on that or like Like it just, I don't know, it grows me as well. (laughs) Oh yeah, it definitely, youth is not for the faint of heart. It will stretch you. And some days you're like, I can't do this. I'm I'm not equipped to help these girls. And then another day you're like, thank you, Lord, you show up. Always right on time. And the the sweetest thing is when they catch you at church and they come give you a hug and you're like, this is why I do it right here. (laughs) (laughs) Which I've seen a small glimpse. Yes. I've had it already. And I'm like, yeah, they're so sweet. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Forgot what we were talking about. Um, yeah, Ashley, you're, oh, what the (laughs) The Lord said. (laughs) I was just going to wait and see if you remembered. (laughs) Oh no. Yeah. Right. (laughs) No, the Lord, he's actually been, um, revealing this to me over like a few weeks. And um, basically just to trust his sovereignty and trust his plan, even whenever things may not um, look like how I want them to. So it's funny that you mentioned my um, health earlier because I um, just got felt really defeated not too long ago. Um, it was actually at our brown degree in the local brown degree that we were attending. Um, I had some pain happened and I ended up walking outside super mad at God. And I hate to even say that or admit that, but, um, I was just, I remember just crying in the parking lot and being like, I feel like I'm walking through so much pain all the time. And now there's something else added onto it. And, um, I walked back in and was immediately encouraged by, you know, spiritual family. And then that Sunday, which was two days later, um, David was talking about like suffering in Christ Mm-hmm. And like, I just felt a gut punch of like <laughs> conviction and like just feeling so sorry um, that I ever felt that way, you know, to God. And um, just, I remember just being like, like all of us who are um, in Christ, like I have to share in his suffering, um, like before sharing his glory. And I remember just sobbing, being like, I can't believe I ever, like, I can't even compare to what the Lord suffered. And here I am like feeling sorry for myself and being mad at God. And I have no clue like how he's going to use this or what's to come. Mm -hmm. So, um, I instantly like was reminded of, I was just, it boils down to me taking a while to change my mind and believe the good news. Like I knew that I had some obedience to do and I knew that that's what I needed to do is take those thoughts captive. But I was really just wanting to wallow, um, so anyways, I decided to dig into second Corinthians four sixteen, which is a verse that comforts me a lot. And it's therefore we do not lose heart though outwardly we are wasting away yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day for our light and momentary troubles are achieving us for an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. And I actually, me and Rachel, um, before she passed, got to share this verse, um, like praying it over each other, which is, um, so anytime I see this verse, it's like a sweet memory of her too. 
So anyways, um, some word meaning that was really cool in that verse is it says, therefore, we do not lose heart and lose heart is like faint, weary, or to be negatively influenced with the outcome of experience, inner weariness, to be utterly spiritless and exhausted. And that's what I felt like in that moment. Um, I felt like just spiritless and I felt exhausted and, um, I just felt tired of going through, like, I felt like just an experimental, like, patient where nobody can like figure out what's going on and like I get this little gleam of hope that I'm gonna have some answers and then um I go to another doctor and they're like no that's absolutely not it and it's something else and it was just really discouraging but it's cool to know that the Lord knows whether they're broken bones or not like he knows every bone he knows every hair and um anyways so then it says um day by day. And this reminded me of your favorite part in the Lord's prayer, Lauren, um, where it says where it breaks down this day by day is really, um, second. Yeah. The second by second. So whenever you look at this here, it says the period from sunrise to sunset. So it's cool to think that we're being renewed like from every moment from sunrise to sunset. Um, and even that momentary word, it means like just for a moment, which I think like hit me hard. I'm like, this is just this little moment that is not even going to matter, you know? So, um, and then the troubles was, um, internal pressure that causes someone to feel like there's no way of escape. So even though that's like how I was feeling in that moment, I do have an escape and I don't have to do it alone. And the Lord, you know, is my, my rescue. So Mm -hmm. yeah, (laughs) that kind of pours into something. I was talking to Lori earlier. Um, I think it was last week sometime. Um, but we were, I don't even know how we got on this topic. I, don't, I even told her at the end, like, I don't know how I got here, but I just shared with her that, um, like kind of what the Lord had been walking me through. So, um, I think it was last week. It had to have been, um, Wednesday. Cause sometimes on my office day, I like to stop by and, and pick up lunch from one of my <laughs> favorite places on my way home. And, um, when I was pulling out of that parking lot, I look over and this um, older man was helping his elderly father get in the truck and um, he was in a wheelchair, so they had parked the wheelchair, and he was help- helping him in. And I happened to glance over, and the the elderly man was just struggling big time to get up in the truck, but he didn't really want his son to help him. But, I mean, you know, it's just one of those situations that, like, what do you do? And so I'm, it, it, for some reason, though, that really crushed me. And it, it, it takes me back to Ecclesiastes, where I'm like, everything is meaningless. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> this is what we're living for. <laughs> and um, so um, it, it, then it reminded me of the scripture about how we're a blade of grass. Like we're here today and okay. gone tomorrow. Yeah. Um, yet we hold the power of the Lord within us to be difference makers. Um, and for true Christ followers, that's the hope we cling to. Um, so while there's, while there's chaos and around us and right now there's a lot of death around, um, like our family in particular, um, people are filled with anxiety and depression and it's just something that you see ongoing all around you. Um, we have, we have the hope inside of us that those people don't and we're set apart and where they might not realize yet that they're set apart. And so it takes me back to the, the nations, the nations being people and how we're to reach all nations. So we're to take this hope and this light. He tells us to be the light to all these people. Um, so that was something I don't know that reminded me of that story. And that's something that I had kind of, um, I don't know. I love it. Yeah. 
Well, talk about depressing them. Like <laughs> I drive away, I'm like everything is so meaningless. <laughs> what is the point? But even in that, like the Lord used it. And I brought know. It back around. I don't know. know. My my go to when I'm like, whoa, it's just like Ecclesiastes, <laughs> where everything is so meaningless. I'm so passionate about that. It's so meaningless. So hopeful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, anyway, that's um, that also takes me back. So uh, I know I know our listeners have heard Lori and I countless times talk about um the Bama podcast have you been listening to that yes Sabrina? I'm still in season one I was yeah, listening so to I. it this morning I Wednesday my office day that is my day to listen to Bama I don't know if you've I haven't started you yet. need to try you need to listen to it I'm telling you like it will I I've said this before but like it makes you go back to Genesis and yes. now I'm in Leviticus but it has you go back through it slower B-E-M-A Bama <laughs> write it down now um and so one of the things so I just listened to the the one on Leviticus so now I'm going back through Leviticus and reading through that a little bit slower. And, um, you know, Leviticus is another one and Moses writes Leviticus, but it's one of those where you're just like, ah, okay, this is cool. Awesome. Sweet. So we're supposed to celebrate, you know, this is how he wants us to live. It's the, like yeah. the, the manual for the tabernacle, all that fun stuff. Um, but at the very end of the podcast, he challenges people and he's like, um, where did it go? He says, if you were lined up, so imagine you yourself, like I always think right. of like a bank, a bank, somebody's coming in to rob a bank and you're lined up with all these people that are in the bank with you. Okay. Um, are you going to look different than the others? Like not, not just by, not like your dress or, you know, like how your hair is done or whatever, you know, like if you were lined up with a bunch of random people, would they be able to look at you and be like that one I can tell has hope in their eyes. Like that one is a Christ follower. So that makes you kind of sit back and be like, oh, well, I don't know. I I mean, I I hope so. But um, going back through, I don't know. Anyway, um, I I don't know how I got there. I do that often. I'm like, I don't know how I ended up right there. But there you have it. Oh, man, Lorna. But it's a good reflector. Maybe that was my point. Yeah, maybe someone (laughs) needed to hear that. Maybe you guys need to sit down, listeners, and sit and reflect on this. Like, would you be, would you stand out? Like, would they know that you were a follower of Christ if you were just lined up in this group of random people? I mean, I hope so. My eyes say hope. You know, right? But then on the inside, I'm like, oh, crap, what's about to happen? But wait, wait. It doesn't matter. We have the hope of Jesus in us. Right. I hope that that would come to the forefront before, ah, crap, would. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Um, Yeah. So um, you need to listen to Bama. I am. I I am. I'm I'm loving it. Episode 25. It's my favorite. Um, there are so many details that I've missed the yeah. mark when reading. I'm like, do I even really know no, the know. Bible now? I know. You're like, what? <laughs> Am I even equipped? I don't even, I've read this and now he's pointing yeah. out all these things I've missed. Like in Leviticus, I have written down here. Um, well, this, the verse that stood out is be holy because I, your Lord, wait, hang on. Be holy because I, the Lord, your God am holy. And so holiness, um, is mentioned around it's over it's mentioned over 150 times in Leviticus which is more than any other book oh wow yeah so I'm like ah, it's, okay see, I'm excited I know to listen you now. have to go back and you do have it. to like yeah, you, they yeah. go through every detail and you're like okay I totally missed the entire probably point when I read yeah. this story because I didn't 
I didn't link some of those together or I didn't question them enough. Yeah. Or you just stop long enough. Yeah. I think it's that we didn't, I don't know. There are things in there that you don't stop to think to slow down for. Right. That you look over and don't think it's like the first time I read Leviticus. I'm like, okay, well, they like to party here. Yeah. That's cool. (laughs) Okay. So, but then it it makes me think back to um, Hera Church and how we have our all church celebrations Um, and where like, kind of like the Lord is telling his people, like, if you don't celebrate, then that's also a sin. Like I'm asking you to celebrate. And so we have our, our, our all churches, our all church celebrations. And it kind of made more sense to me. Like, um, it's an opportunity to, to go back. I had written down like, what has God done like around us and for us? So like at all church celebration, um, we usually do baptisms too. And so there's one, like, what has he done? And, um, it's an opportunity to give thanks to him. And then, um, like, it's also a good point to like redirect our lives toward serving him, you know, where it's like, you might get, you might up until that celebration moment, you're just kind of like treading water, you know, like in ministry season. But then when that celebration time comes, it's like, okay, I can refocus and redirect and chase after the Lord. I'm rejuvenated. And usually that's a time we spend with you know, our spiritual family. So it is, I don't know, it, it does fill you up, doesn't it? Yeah, it's it really cool to be does. like in a room full of like-minded people just yeah. talking about how good the Lord is. Yeah, I don't think there's anything better, really. Mm-mm. No, I love it when we have those. I'm <clears> like, <throat> can we have them every every week? Yeah, <laughs> just not pizza every week. Yeah. Jenny Brown. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> just give her a no, job. No, we don't have pizza. Every, we don't have pizza every time. Just saying. I mean, not thin crust pizza anyway. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay, Jimmy. I like your pizza. Uh, I I could eat. You know what? It's actually a favor to me because if you put an eagle one thin crust pepperoni pizza in front of me, I will eat the whole thing. The whole. So Jenny pizza. is loving you well. No, she gets she yes yes. I was like no, she doesn't get thin crust. <laughs> yes, she is so loving me well. She doesn't even know it. Yeah. So. Anyway, I love it. I'm so, so glad good. you guys were able to come on. Um, unless do you guys have anything super awesome you just want to throw out there and share? How would you how would you guys encourage people who are like feel like they're in a rut? Like maybe they don't know how to sit and remain in the word. How would you encourage somebody? Well, um, I would just encourage them to cling on to somebody that does and um it doesn't like let Jesus disciple you. And if you do see somebody that knows how to do that, um, I mean someone can come alongside you and show you without necessarily walking with you. And then for those that are waiting, that are hunger for, you know, discipleship, but maybe not have been asked in, um, I would just encourage you to be praying to see what the Lord has for you in that waiting. Let the Lord disciple you and then just let him be softening and like preparing your heart for whenever that does come. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, to piggyback off of what Ashley said, if you, you know, if you don't know which direction to take or if there's someone you can grab alongside you or, um, that knows how to eat the word or, um, even just knows how to dive into scripture and, um, go over it with you and help you learn more. Um, I would say definitely grab them and see if that's something, you know, um, you can do because even if you don't feel ready or you're like, man, I just feel like I'm in this you know, place of being in the desert or I just, I'm tired or whatever it may be, or you just are nervous to do it and just don't hold back because you just never know what the Lord is going to do. Um, I would say just push through those feelings, Mm -hmm. um, and dive into it. Yeah, I know. And like you said, the, you let, you can let the Lord disciple you, but it's so much like that. And that alone in itself is sweet and awesome. But it's really cool too when you have one another to spur each other on, you know, yeah, and to encourage each other, yeah, yeah. And encourage one another. 
And it's cool too, because I mean, it doesn't have to be anything where you like have to attend hair church or you have right. to, I mean, I've taught no, people yeah. over Zoom, you know, and I know that there's um, a body full of willing um, people to, you know, share that with. And Yeah. Yeah. And there's always something around too, like around, um, like if, if you are part of our body and if you're not, if you're just a listener, like, um, if you get, get in touch with somebody, um, from here or hair church or whatever, there's always somebody that's leading and eat the word. There's always an up happening. Like we like yes. to do up nights. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be having one soon sometime, yeah. hopefully just like something informal to get together and just kind of dig in. We all love coffee. We love coffee. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Coffee and Jesus. We can do that too. Yeah. All about the coffee. And also Simple Brew has um, bubble tea now. (gasps) I heard that. Oh yeah. I got the dragon fruit with the mango bubble. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was so good. I was like, ah, I wish their hours were extended so I could just... Go whenever I wanted. Yes. Is that a little plug for the podcast? <laughs> extended <laughs> hours. Extended <laughs> hours, please. <laughs> Simple brew. Do you hear me? Thin crust. Thin crust pepper. Oh, extended pizza. hours. <laughs> I'm pretty easy to please, obviously. Just speak Just it into existence. The, <laughs> the power of positive yeah. thought. <laughs> okay, Ashley, would you pray us out? Yes. Um, Dear Heavenly Father, just thank you for who you are and just what you've done. And thank you for um, the sacrifice that you made, Lord, for us. And thank you for your mercies being new each and every morning. And Lord, I just thank you for giving us um, spiritual family that we can talk about you. And thank you for just giving us the freedom to be in this room together, you know, exalting you, Lord. And I just pray that anyone who's carrying something super heavy, um, that they just learn to give it to you, Lord. And I just lift up any unspoken prayer requests. And I just pray that you are um, with us throughout the rest of the week, going into the weekend and um, in your holy name. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Well, I'm really thankful that you guys could come on the Great Awakening podcast. And um, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Grace and peace.